Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Caring Support Podcast. Today with us, we have a rock star of a nurse, uh, Ms. Carrie Ann Raymond. Uh, she's a highly experienced nurse with more than 10 years of work in the healthcare sector. She has a really inspiring story to share with all of us, and I am sure, and I know that James is sure as well, that it will definitely make an impression on new grads, on nurses everywhere. And even uh, to those nurses who are like burned out right now, going through a lot of stress in their work, I think this is gonna be a great interview um, for all of us. So James, if you will. Thanks, Laura. Appreciate the kind words for uh, our lovely guest this week. So. Um, Carrie Ann, uh, you know, we connected a while ago and, uh, you know, I believe through LinkedIn, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I live on the platform, but <laughs> um, the truth is, uh, it, it's really great to meet you. You have a very, very lovely demeanor. And as Laura indicated, you have a lot of experience. You have a really powerful story. You, uh, you're just an incredibly inspiring figure for a lot of people, even beyond nursing. So, um, I want to get it because, as you know, I got a bunch of questions for you. Um, and maybe, you know, other than the stuff that's just been said, can you do a little quick introduction of yourself? Would you mind? Sure, absolutely. But first, I just want to thank you guys for inviting me yeah. on the platform. And thank you for the wonderful words and the introduction that you gave so far. So thank you so much. So a little bit about me. As you guys said, I've been a registered nurse now for the past 10 years. And I graduated from York University in 2011. And I started through the new grad initiative program. So I got, I got hired with the clinical resource team at William Osler, and I started in the area of surgery. So I worked on general surgery, short stay and orthopedics. And I worked on both sites of the organization. So I floated and that's what I did. Absolutely loved it, uh, loved surgery a lot. I was trained by nurses who were very passionate about what I was passionate about. And so I just really thought that was gonna be the area that I was gonna retire in. I thought that was it, I found my area. But two years into my career, I remember the educator, she approached me and she offered me an experience to work in the outpatient department at Etobicoke General. So. I decided to go. I was a new nurse, a little intimidated by the new experience, but I wanted a new challenge. And so I went off to the outpatient department at Etobicoke General. So while being there, I got, I felt like it grew me up in my career very quickly because I was working one-on-one -on -one with physicians in various types of clinic, working with senior nurses who has been working in the field for a very long time. And so I had a lot of mentorship, I would say. So I did that for six months. I got a lot of experience working in the minor procedure clinic, in, you know, urgent care clinic. There was just so many different areas. So I did that for six months and then I returned back to the clinical resource team. I continued to float as a surgical nurse, both sites. And when I returned, I just had a different level of practice because of all that I was able to acquire in the outpatient department and all the mentorship that I received there. So my practice was very different. I was very much more of an investigative thinker. I wanted to know deeper because I believe what the outpatient department did for me, it showed me that medicine is really the backbone of our healthcare system. 
Um, and then it goes into either more medical interventions or it goes into surgery, but everything starts medically. And so it made me more of an investigative thinker when I returned back to surgery. So I continued on floating and, you know, our hospital, it was in the media and we were encountering a lot of gridlock. There was a lot of code gridlock being called because we had a lot of hallway medicine. You know, as you know, in Brampton, uh, we have one hospital and the growth of the city has grown exponentially more than what was anticipated initially. And so it's our emergency department is one of the busiest in Ontario, so it's very busy. So we had a lot of code gridlock, a lot of hallway medicine, and I wanted to give back in terms of expanding my experience. So I was floating as a surgical nurse, but then I decided that I wanted to offer my experience doing some medicine as well. So the Project 59 Flexbeds was started. That was started in response to the gridlock that was happening. And so I joined that team and I started to float in the area of medicine. So I started to work on the flex beds, which were beds that were opened up in vacant areas of the hospital. So if surgical, if the surgical units had additional beds that was not being used, we would convert those beds into medical beds and the medical nurse would, you know, be staffed in that area. So that's what I did. I worked with a Project 59 um, team and that's where I would say I developed a lot of my critical thinking skills because, of course, you know, you show up for work, you find out that we're going to open up a flex bed in a particular area. And so, you know, a lot of critical thinking, anticipating the needs of the patients because you're going to open up this area. You know, you're going to receive all the patients brand new to this area. So really screening the patient and assessing the patient to ensure that this patient is appropriate for this area. So there was a lot of critical thinking and anticipating the needs of the patients that we were going to admit in these areas. So that's what I did for um, for many years. I would say that brings me up to year eight. And I think you guys probably remember this, but when the government announced that um, they were going to move all the patients who were ALC to Humber. So when they did that, the patients were moved over to Humber and that um, allowed more space, I, I would say, for medical patients. So the flex beds that were opened up in the different areas of the hospital, we decided to now merge them into one entire unit. And I, I worked in that area. Um, that's where a lot of my leadership skills, I would say, was developed, working in that area. And I would say the last two years, just to conclude, I think it's a bit long now, but just to conclude, the last two years has been more so medical experience, working in acute care. Um, one of the flex beds became a temporary, it was temporary initially, and then it became a permanent unit. And it's within the ICU department. So that unit is where I started to work full-time two and a half years ago. And, you know, being able to work with the ICU staff, receiving their transfers, receiving patients from the emergency department. So most of my experience up until this point has been acute care medicine, and it's more so medical focus, but still some surgical component, definitely. So that's a little bit about me and my career experience. A little. That's rock star before. <laughs> you know, that's, that's you. quite a bit. I mean, that's really great. It, it, you know, what I love is this. You have this ability to smile the whole time you're talking, articulate really well. You know your stuff. And, uh, you know, that just, uh, you know, there's going to be tons of people 
that want to get to know you uh, because you have this incredibly calm way about you and very positive, and very, um, you know, uh, it's just really lovely and I love it. I, I mean, I could sit and listen yeah. to you forever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have forever, do we? No, but, we don't. <laughs> oh, okay, so some, some questions for you because let's go back. And let's think, you know, tell us a bit about your professional journey, right? You know, I mean, you shared some of that, but maybe more like when and how did you decide to become a nurse? Oh, that's a deep question. Um, when did I decide to be a nurse? You know, I would answer in saying this, that nursing for me was, I believe it's a calling. I believe that every individual has something innate within them that's a solution to a problem in the world. And for me, nursing was that. I believe that if I did not become a nurse, I would have some sort of discontentment because my passion to care for others, it was just always evident ever since I was very young. And I would also say that I had some set of unique circumstances that shaped me in bringing what was in me out. And it was just expressed in the form of nursing. Um, I would say my family has been very influential in terms of how they raised me. My mom specifically and my aunt. Growing up, I saw them volunteering in the community, taking care of people who were in need. And to this day, if I call my aunt right now, she will tell you that she has someone on her list in the community that she cares for. So she's in Jamaica and, you know, we speak every day and, you know, there are people elderly and, you know, homeless. There's people with needs that a lot of times, so sometimes we're so busy and just listening to her every day, every day, share her experiences. It really inspires me because sometimes we are so busy that we don't see the needs of our neighbors or, you know, people in the community outside of the hospital that we can volunteer and help. And that's what she does. So growing up, I was able to see that, you know, I remember even as a child, my mom, there was a um, there was a man who he was homeless. And so he pretty much just went around the neighborhood. And growing up, I saw her invite him into our yard and just offering him a meal or, you know, going to a group home and she would offer to do, you know, volunteer and do the members hair. So it was not just her instilling values and telling me that this is how you should be in life. It was her lifestyle that really inspired me. So I would definitely say, you know, those unique circumstances and just growing up and seeing those things. And to this day, still hearing that my mom and my aunt, they still volunteer in the community in the way that they do without any expectation for pay. It, it's just for the satisfaction of being a giver. That really inspires me. So I would say that's exactly why I decided to go into nursing. And, you know, funny thing as well, I remember as a child, you know, how we're all asked, what is it that we want to be when we grow up? I didn't say I wanted to be a nurse. I said I wanted to be a teacher. And I believe I said that because there's a part of me that loves to educate and to empower others with information and knowledge. And, you know, I believe I'm a teacher, but in the context of nursing, because still I don't see myself literally teaching math or English or something like that. But my favorite part of my nursing experience is being able to educate the patients and providing, providing them with information that empowers them to make decisions for themselves. That's my 
absolute favorite, you know, being able to mentor new hires and, you know, just to see them grow into more experienced nurses, to see them where I started, which is, you know, a bit timid and, you know, you're a bit overwhelmed coming into your career with all the expectation and just all the responsibilities and just being able to see them grow and being a part of that journey for them. That's my favorite part. So I would say all those situations, yeah. all of that is what really makes me into a nurse and why I wanted to yeah. be a nurse. Do you know what I love about that? Just to say quickly is that um, that's pure authenticity. Um, you know, it comes in most beautiful way because there was no agenda. There was just, I want, you know, your aunt and that, they wanted to to just help people. And so you learning that, seeing that firsthand and then saying that inspires you. And then you can see that you have that mentoring capability too. You're taking everything you've learned with this beautiful attitude that you have and being able to instill it in other people. That is, oh my God, that's so incredibly admirable. It's wonderful. Uh, and I, this is awesome. I love it. So let me ask you something. With all those things, and and maybe you kind of answered this for me, but with all the acute care operating rooms, everything you've done, uh, what is your preferred specialty in nursing? Is it the mentoring of, of up and coming people? Is it what is it exactly would you say is your favorite thing? Wow. My favorite part of nursing, I would say, um, I think it's just being able to empower others to be the best version of themselves. That's definitely my favorite part. And however I'm able to do that, that's what I do. So whether it's education or teaching or mentoring, that's my ultimate favorite, you know, just seeing others being the best version of themselves. Um, I love surgery, you know, that was my initial love, my passion when I first started. And I believe it's because I was able to see a patient come in a certain way and see them follow a care plan that this is what we're going to do in order to get you back on track and seeing them meet those goals and just getting back to the best version of themselves. I think that's what I loved you know, or I still do. I, I This is the best part, I would say, of nursing. Just seeing, you know, um, persons start a certain way and, and just seeing that transformation. So whether it's me being an educator or working at the bedside, whatever capacity, just being able to see that transformation process, that's definitely my favorite part. Nice. So, okay, so based on, on some of this, I, I have to ask, what, what's... 10 years of experience doing all kinds of things in nursing. Yes. What's what's some of the biggest lessons? Give us the number one lesson you would say that had the most impact on you and then you feel compelled to share that with other people. What would you say that is? Wow. Um, I've learned a lot of the lessons, but if I should say the biggest, one of the biggest is um, being able to prioritize and being an organized person. I would say this is one of the biggest lessons. It definitely came by experience and overcoming many challenges that I was able to develop this skill. But um, I would say one of the biggest lessons is definitely, you know, that prioritization skill and being able to um, be organized. Because when I first started my career, I multitasked a lot. You know, every demand that is thrown at you, you feel the pressure that it's my responsibility, I need to do all this. And you find yourself multitasking a lot, which will absolutely drain you. And I'm glad I stuck it out, but I, I found that it was a problem very early on. And right. so I knew 
I knew I had to find a solution to it. And that's when I started to learn the art of really prioritization. And it does come with experience. It does come with mentorship and, you know, just being able to be organized and quick thinkly. Sorry, quick. Think very quickly. Um, That definitely comes with experience. So I would say that's one of the biggest lessons. And, you know, second, I would say is being a good communicator is absolutely essential in the area of nursing. I think it's so important that it should be a part of the nursing program. There should be an entire course dedicated to communication, understanding different communication styles and when to use a certain communication style for a certain type of situation. I think that's that's something I learned. Great communication is absolutely essential. And um, I would say the third is that compassion fatigue is it's real. It's real, real, real in the area of nursing. Um, And so for me, what has worked is really being able to set long-term and short-term goals for my career. Um, The College of Nurses, they're really good with that because whenever you renew your license, it gives you the opportunity to reflect on what you have done for that year to develop Mm -hmm. your career, to develop yourself personally, right? And even it gives you a projection piece where you have to do a care plan. It's really casting your vision of what you want for the next year for your career. So, yeah, I would say those are my three biggest lessons. I had to learn the hard way, but it's the journey was worth it, I would say. Yeah, no, that's sorry, uh, Carrie. Yeah, yeah, that's really awesome. I I uh, I like that a lot. I love the way you think. And um, those are all critical things, I, I would think, in so many disciplines. But we know very well, like I, I'm a huge proponent of emotional intelligence and I'm forever trying to teach it to other people about being mindful, being aware, having empathy, understanding how other people feel. And it's an, it's the it's the it's the old saying that says we have a tendency to listen to respond rather than listen to understand. Wow. And because we're so in a rush to, to get our next point across, right? So, you know, very often when you really sit back and you hear what someone has to say, and if they're they're not talking because maybe they're in an environment with this that has not been doing a lot of listening. So the question is, is is when we start to really ask and show that we're genuinely with them, present and really wanting to hear, uh, then then people understand, oh, my God, this person actually cares, wow. really cares. And then they feel compelled to to start to open up. You know what I mean? Hopefully they will. And it, that sometimes takes time. But I think, you know, you're on the right track with the way you think, Because, like from my point of view, you know. So, you know, I would, I'm going to kind of say that almost answers my next question. Because, you know, like what are some of the important skills nurses should develop? Well, you know, let's be honest. Those three things you talked about are critical, right? Yes. So what what tools and strategies have you used in the past and the present to overcome some of the challenges that affected you personally? Mm, That's a great question. And even I'm still meditating on what you said before. I totally, totally agree with all that you said. Thank you. You know, being able to be compassionate and just in general, when we feel that someone cares, we're able to open up more. So definitely bringing that to the table as a healthcare worker is absolutely essential. I love what you said. I didn't want to just skip over that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so used to talking like this, and I, you know, sometimes people will just listen and go, oh, "I totally agree," and that and that'll be the end of it. 
And 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 I believe them. Sure. It, it's just uh, for someone to dwell on it and to think about it and then respond accordingly. That's really awesome. I appreciate that. But this interview is about you. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, uh, I appreciate what you're saying, and I want to stay on Absolutely. on you for now. Okay. We can have that conversation separately at another time. And sorry, I'm not trying to put you off. Um, but uh, we only have so much time. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Tools and strategies. Yes. Sorry, Carrie Ann. So tools and strategies in the past and present to overcome challenges that affected you personally. Now, if you can just kind of tell me that as briefly as possible. Sure. What things have you kind of implemented? Maybe this is a little bit what you were talking about, saying being organized, for instance. I would think that would hugely help you the challenge of being burnt, potentially burned out, et cetera. But can you offer any other tips or tricks or best practices or strategies that you've used? Absolutely. And I'll definitely keep it short. But in summary, I would say um, mentorship and feedback is a tool that I use. I don't know if it's a trick or whatever it is, but I definitely believe in having feedback and having effective mentorship. You know, just having someone that you can emulate, someone that, you know, you see how they practice, you see how they conduct themselves and just really aspiring to have some of those skills and really connecting with that person. Um, and even just no matter how many years you've been a nurse, it's always essential to double check or just to run your thought by another senior nurse or someone who's trusted and just to hear their feedback. It really makes a difference, we, especially with medications. You know, you're dealing with the lives of people. And so I would definitely say, you know, mentorship and feedback, it will bring you all the way through your career. And no matter how high you go, it's very, very, very essential to have that in your life. Definitely. Awesome. Okay. So I, I'm going to sort of miss the next question because you kind of answered it, but at the same time, the last one I think is really important. And, um, you know, it's two last questions and I'm adding one, one more, okay. <laughs> but, uh, and it's really simple, but this one's really critical. It, you know, okay. I know that you're very passionate about advocacy and social justice within the healthcare system. So what would you say are some of the efforts that you've been doing to help make it so like to, to make it attainable, uh, as far as equity, uh, you know, uh, the the equality and equitable and and ethical and, and all at the same time. Okay, that sure. makes sense. It does. So some of the actions that I've taken to make it more equitable and equal for everyone, essentially. Yeah. Um, I would say it's just in the general practice. Um, I'll give an, a story. I'll give, I'll make it very short, but I remember I had a patient who was admitted on our medical unit and she was 80 years old and, you know, she was diagnosed with UTI and it, she was septic because the bacteria had gone to her blood. And I remember she was just very confused. She was, she had the strength of a thousand. <laughs> she was very confused and it was just a traumatic experience for her. And she expressed that in, you know, just her actions of the confusion and hitting and stuff like that. But one thing I remember is that her son was present with her and he said to me, Carrie, this is not my mother. And he went on to tell me a bit about who she really was and who he knows her to be and that this manifestation is not who she is. 
And for me as a nurse, I took that information very serious. Um, I offered whatever resources I could in order to rehabilitate her. We developed a care plan with strategies on how we're going to get her to that through that rehabilitation process. I went to bed meeting. I advocated for her to get OT, PT, you know, whatever services that we could implement in her care. And thankfully, she had such an amazing son because even implementing him a part of the process, you know, just simple things that we may think it's simple, but having him present to get her up for every meal and just to have those conversation and being able to share those strategies with him and have him be a part of the process, the plan. And, you know, with antibiotic treatment and all the plan in process, she had a 360 turn. By the time she was ready for discharge, she was who her son said she was. And she was just so... Um, she wanted to say bye to all the nurses. She was walking with, you know, no aids. She was just back to herself. She was just strong and vibrant. And I would say that's the effect of good care and just that team connection in saying, okay, this is our goal for you and this is how we're going to implement it. And seeing that come to fruition and seeing her walk out of there, just the best version of herself. So it's just in common practice, just whatever way we can offer, you know, resources or strategies or, or experience or intuition, just being able to advocate for the patient to have basic dignity and to be treated with respect and just to partner with them for them to get back to that best version of themselves. So I would say that's an example and, you know, just for the sake of time. Yeah, I think that's really nice. But what's also nice is because you've taken the time to listen, to understand, and then apply things that they were going to say, hey, you know, knowing this information because of what the son said has helped me determine here's the things I need to do. Unfortunately, so many times we hear in healthcare that the, the patient is, is not heard. It's not, uh, it doesn't feel like they're, they're really getting, uh, you know, no one's an advocate for them and they have to yes. fight for their own health. Yes. And sure, of course, there's some level of truth to that, of course, sure. But anyway, uh, last question. I showed you our caring support platform, right? Yes. And mm -hmm. I want you to tell I want you to tell everybody what you thought of it. Okay? Absolutely. For the sake of time, because <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think it's an absolutely amazing platform. You know, it's very organized. It's almost like it gave me the opportunity to do a lot of reflection because it almost felt like an avatar, if you will, where I was captured in this entire profile. I thought it was just very easy to use, very easy to navigate. And really in speaking to you, James, it was just your passion in why you started it and just the just wanting to be of a solution, a part of the solution. I think this is what this platform does. Um, so I think it, it's amazing. I've had great experience using it so far and I'm just eager to see where it goes and just to get That's more awesome. deeper into it. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate Thank the kind you. words. And, we, and you know what? We, we get a lot of this kind of stuff because we, you know, we've put a lot of heart into this and Laura, that's part of our team. She's a total rock star too. And you know, we, everybody's done their thing because we're purpose driven, but it's not about us. It's about you. And it's about our all aspects, whether it's the schools, the healthcare organizations, or the candidates on the platform. It's about all of them to have something that says this makes sense, this is helpful, this is faster, this is you know uh, where where the candidate is first, okay. the candidates first, and should have always been that way. 
Uh, and my, that was my experience, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Amazing. So, Carrie Ann, I have to go. We have to go. Uh, you know what? This has been really great. I look forward to doing future stuff with you. Hopefully, we can uh, uh, communicate on other levels and, and uh, maybe another podcast. But uh, thank you so much for your uh, amazing words uh, and wisdom. Uh, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much, yeah. James and Laura. It's been amazing. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Thank we'll you. see you.